0: In Jesus' name. God bless you as you give. And then we're going to our lesson. Amen. It is such honor to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. We've been talking about empowering disciples. Empowering disciples. Amen. And so that's where we want to pick up again this morning. Now, last week I closed out as I was talking about the importance of baptism and understanding that that is part of the new birth experience. We are told to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the promises to you, to your children, and all that are far off, even as men as the Lord our God shall call, with many other words that Peter exalt and testifies and save yourselves from this untoward's generation. And we need to know why we're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For the remission of our sins. Last week, we also saw why we need this empowerment. John 15:5 tells tell us without him, we can do nothing. We saw that last week. By this shall all men know you are my disciples if you have love one to the other. Amen. Because God is love. And so we have to have that. And then Romans 8 and 9 tell us that if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Then we looked a little bit about how this empowerment infected the apostles. And it gave them the ability. It gave them wisdom. When you receive the Holy Ghost, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians one twenty four that Jesus Christ is the wisdom and power of God. So when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you should receive wisdom, you should receive knowledge, and you should receive understanding, amen, so that you know how to live according to the Word of God. We have to hide the Word of God in our hearts so that we're ready and able to give an account to everyone that asked us as the hope that is in us. We have been endowed with this power. It gives us boldness. It gives us courage. When we're filled with the Holy Ghost, we know already that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. It doesn't mean we're not going to face circumstances. It doesn't mean we're not going to have situations and things come in our lives. Because the Bible tells us, he calls it to rain on the just and the unjust. You know, if you would look at Joshua and Caleb, they had to walk 40 years in the wilderness just like everybody else that didn't believe. You know, uh, the parable of the sword and the terror, you know, the disciples wanted to pull it up. But what Jesus say? let them grow together and at the end he'll weep it out. You know, so there's going to be circumstances. There's going to be trials. There's going to be things that's going to come that's going to rock your ship. I mean, the wind is going right out of your sail. You know, you're going to be just like the Psalms in the Psalms 13. You ever read Psalms 13? He says, Lord, how long will you forget me forever? You know, he's asking some questions. He says, how long shall my enemy be exalted over me forever? You know, he, he goes on. He's asking questions, you know, because he feels that God ain't nowhere near. You know, but at the end, he says, I'm going to still rejoice, you know. And that's like a Becca. When you look at a Becca 3, you know, 17 through 19, you know, he says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, thee there'll be no fruit in the vine, though the other the labor shall fail, you know, he says, yet I will rejoice. Amen. Because my trust is in him. I lean on you, Lord, for the things that I need, I lean on you. When I don't know what to do, I have the faith you're going to see me through. You supply my every need, and so I lean on you. So there should be some effects in us with this power. As Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1, 7, he says, God did not give you the spirit of fear. He's giving you power. He's giving you love. He's giving you a sound mind. So stir up the gift that is in you, just like making a cake. You know, you got to mix the ingredients. you got to stir it up. When you don't know what to do, when you're going through things in your life, you need to get in the habit of praising and magnifying God. Sing unto the Lord a new song. You don't want to hear gloom and despair and agony on me. You know, he wants to hear, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Of the Lamb, that Isaiah six one three says He's given you a garment of praise for the Spirit of heaven is that you might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord that He might be glorified. So there should be some effects and change in you when you have been empowered by the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, Paul says in First Thessalonians one five, he says the gospel didn't come in word only. He said it came with power. It came with the Holy Ghost. And it came with much assurance. Amen. There's so much assurance. Much assurance. You know what much assurance is? Everywhere you turn is there. You can't get away from it. See? So God is with you. So there should be some effects, or be some effects, in us. Amen. Notice the apostles it made them a channel, a blessing, even to the sick folks. When people are sick, you with this power, you should be able to bring encouragement and strength. Amen. You should be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. You should be able to speak a word in due season to give light and encouragement and strength and to build up. If life and death is in the power of the tongue, 1821 of Proverbs, then we should speak life. We should edify. We should build up. We should strengthen the body of Christ. Amen. To deliver. Notice the apostle in Acts 9.40. It gave, made their prayers effective even to the raising of the dead. Peter walked in. He says, Tabitha, get up. (laughs) They was on their way to church. Here's a lame man standing at the gate, beautiful, asking for alms. Peter and John says, look on us. Silver and gold have we none, but such as we have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See? Now, a lot of times what happens with the young people, now I'm going to talk to the young people like McKinley and Maggie and, you know, What's your name? <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, Jesse. A lot of times, you guys don't think you have the power to do anything. Say, But you have been given power. The same Holy Ghost that I have, you guys have been endowed with this same power. Amen. And so by being endowed with this same power, you have the same abilities that I have to lay hands on the sick. You know what Jesus says? He says, except you become like a little child, you can't inherit the kingdom of God. Because children aren't usually afraid. You know, they just try anything. Like Mikey. (laughs) Try anything, you know. (laughs) So, So... So use your power when you go to school. Use your power. Don't, don't let them push, don't let the world push you in a corner. Don't let the world try to mold you into their box. You be the light in the school. You take the role. You take the leadership role. Because God says, I have given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So you are supposed to be the leaders of your class. Amen. You are supposed to set the pace. Praise God for what God is going to do. Some say that if you look at Joseph, when he was sold into slavery, he was 17 years old. You're almost your age, right? You're about 30 right now, aren't you? (laughs) You're getting close to 17, aren't you? So look how God used Joseph. You know? He went into slavery, but look what happened. Amen. God used him mindingly. See? So we should be the same way when we receive this power. There should be some effect changes in us. Praise God. So, number four on your paper. Let's move on here this morning. What were some of the instructions given to the apostles with this empowerment? Amen. First of all, the Bible tells us in Proverbs nine nine if you give instruction to a wise man what happened? You get wiser, right? You teach a just man what happened? It's going to increase in learning. See? So give instructions. Second Timothy three sixteen says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, and instructions in righteousness, that the man of God should be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So instructions are very important. Proverbs 4, 7. Get wisdom in all that getting. Get an understanding with all that getting and understanding. Get instructions. Amen. We need instruction. When you buy an appliance, there's instructions, right? Amen. So you need to follow the instructions. So that you put it together right. That's what the scriptures are. They're instructions to put life right. Our lives are usually out of balance when we come to God. And so he gives us the instructions how to put everything back together to make it work right. That's what he desires. Amen. Is he want it to work right? So there was given instructions. The first instruction he says don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans why what do you think they were not to go to the Gentiles of the Samaritans first huh I can't hear you you got to speak up I can't hear come on help me out here they wasn't Jews say again They wanted to go to the Jews first, amen, because that was who it was for first. Later on, you will read, Paul would tell them, it was for you first. The truth of the gospel was for the Jews first. They was God chosen because of the promise to Abraham. And so as a result, they were to go to the lost. That's why Jesus says, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. See, it was for them first. And, but they were the Jews in, the, I mean the Gentiles in the Samaria would not be neglected because they would be encrypted in later. As you see, the church had to get established to start with. And so therefore, once the church was established on the day of Pentecost, In the book of Acts, you notice they was reaching to the Jews. They were starting to build. Now once the church got established, now they begin to spread out into the whole world. You remember Jesus had already told them in Acts 1-8, after the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall receive power and you shall be witnesses unto me. Where? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The Jews start with Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria. Then the uttermost parts of the earth. They had to follow the pattern. See that you make all things according to the pattern showed you in the mount. See, so therefore they had to follow the pattern that God laid out for them. And because they had to follow the instructions. If you're not going to follow the instructions, you're going to wind up running into the wall. Amen. And so they had to follow the instructions to start with, the way that God wanted to lay it out and the way he wanted to build it. And you notice later on in Acts 8, where does Philip go? He goes to Samaria. And what does he do? He preached Christ to them. See, the church now is already established. Now they begin to spread out. So Philip goes down to Samaria. He preached Christ to them. They received the word of God, witches and devils and everything is kicked out. They're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The word gets back to Jerusalem that the Samaria had received the word of God. So they send Peter and John down to pray for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Because they had not received the Holy Ghost, only they was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So notice Philip and I mean, Peter and John goes down. They preach Jesus Christ. They pray for these people. They're filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you see it start moving out. The angel says to Philip, get up, go to the desert. Now he comes out into the desert. Who does he meet? He meets an right, Ethiopian. Amen. See, now it's starting to spread out. Amen. He goes down. He prays for this Ethiopian. Amen. He's baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus out in the desert. Amen. Acts 9. Next you find is here is Paul. Paul is going out to arrest Christians. He meet the Lord on the road. Amen. Next thing you know, God sent Ananias. Paul is converted. Amen. He is now called the apostles to the Gentiles. Amen. So you see how it begins to work. So they had to follow the pattern that God had sent to him. Amen. A lot of times once you are empowered, God may send you to a certain area, a certain place. You have to be led by the Spirit of God. See, so you need the power so that you have on the instructions that He has given to you. And notice the instructions in C. They was told to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. In other words, don't go charging for this. You received it freely. A lot of people want to charge you for the gospel. <laughs> yeah. It says, no, you received it freely. You didn't pay a cent for it. You give it. Because it's easy once you start, people start getting healed under your ministry. You start doing great things. The next say thing you think you, you know, some big wig and you want to charge millions of dollars to come and preach the gospel. You know, yeah, that's what you become. You know, Jesus says the labor is worthy of his hire. He said when you go, don't take script, don't take nothing with you. You know, if they pay you, that's fine. But don't go charging for the gospel. See, so notice, heal the sick. See, there's a lot of people that are sick. (laughs) You know physically spiritually and mentally and you hear me say all the time if you can heal someone mentally they usually will get healed physically because a lot of sickness is called by mental because we're focusing on the wrong thing as my wife and i was doing our devotions this morning the the, the book we was using it made a comment the guy says whatever you fixate your mind on That's where you're going to focus. See? If the problem is here and that's where you fixate your mind to, that's where you're going to be. You ain't going to see nothing else around you. You're not going to see what God is doing in any place. See? So that's why the Bible encourages us to do what? Keep your mind stayed upon Him. Because why? He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. So if I fixate my mind on my problem of my circumstance, that's where my mind's going to be, and that's where my troubles are going to be, and that's all I'm going to see. I'm not going to see a thing that God is trying to do on my behalf. See? So we got to heal, heal, encourage, build up, edify, amen. Get their minds back on Christ Jesus. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Amen. If this gospel is hid, is hid to them that is lost, Paul said, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Cast out devils. When you look at Acts 16, what happened? Paul, I mean, Paul is in, in silas. They're on their way to prayer. Amen. And a woman has fallen behind them filled with the spirit of divination. And she's come said, so these are the men to show us the ways of salvation. She's going on and on you know but she's possessed with the spirit of divination or devils and finally Paul turns around and says you know I rebuke you he cast that devil out of her and as a result the guy's business is now gone <laughs> you know so you have the power to cast out devils say So you have to allow this power. You need to build a relationship with God so that you have the knowledge and wisdom and understanding of what you're dealing with. Sometimes we don't understand what we're dealing with in certain circumstances and situations, but we need the wisdom and the knowledge of God in order to be able to do that. And that's why he empowers us. See, he knew that there's... Enemies everywhere. That's why Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, put on the whole armor of God. That you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil because we're wrestling not against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against principalities. We're wrestling against prince uh, powers and the rulers of the darkness in this world. There's demonic forces everywhere. The enemy is trying to take you out in every. Juncture. Say, so you need to realize this and be aware and keep yourself, as Jude says, build up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God. Say, if you believe there's one God, guess what? The devil also believes. He trembles. You should be rejoicing because you know the truth. Amen. And so you need to follow the instructions that God has given to us. Notice, don't use it for the wrong reason. Amen. Don't use it for the wrong reason. Don't go out and say, just because you lay hands on someone and and then all of a sudden they get healed. And they go, ah, they pass out the floor. Ah, you know. And you think, man, I'm big shot, man. I come in and. I lay hands on people and they get the Holy Ghost. I lay hands and they get healed. That's using it for the wrong reason. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, when when James and John, you know, was asking Jesus, you know, they said, we saw these guys, you know, and they're not with us. They said, shall we call fire down from heaven and consume them? Yeah. Jesus says, hold, time out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what power you are of. That's not of me. Okay?
1: That's not of my
0: power. That you're gonna call down fire and kill people and all that. He said, no, the Son of Man did not come to destroy the world. He come to save it. See? And that must be now our mission. We have been empowered to preach the gospel to the poor. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Amen. Your mission now is totally different than the way the world thinks. You know, let God have vengeance on getting rid of people. (laughs) He'll do that in his time. That's not my job. Yeah, I know there have been some folks you probably want to call down fire from heaven on. But let him have vengeance. It belongs to him. You know, the person that we might want to call down fire upon, God might want to use that individual to preach the gospel to the poor. See? So we have to realize that, you know, and let God be able to be God and to be used. Don't use it for the wrong reason. Don't use your power for the wrong reason. Amen. You've been given power, amen, to operate according to the will of God. And there's authority and power is given to us today. Notice what Jesus, after he had came out of the desert, He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearts, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Today is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation, for our salvation is nearer than we first believed. So therefore, we have the opportunity now with this empowerment, amen, to preach the gospel to the poor. Amen. To get out there, to share our witness of what God has done in each of our lives. Amen. Can you imagine going to school tomorrow and says, man, you're not going to ever believe what happened to me? And your classmates go, man, what happened to you, Jesse? What happened to you? Man, I got filled with the Holy Ghost and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I got baptized in Jesus' name. Man, you should have been there when they saved my soul. You ought to have been there when He wrote my name on the heavenly roll and I started shouting. I started dancing. I couldn't stop. Your little friend's eyes are going to be like saucers. Wow. Miss, 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 miss. Called the teacher. Did you hear what to Jesse yesterday at church? He says he got this thing called the Holy Ghost. And he was speaking in tongues. And he was, he's just going crazy. <laughs> you know, but think about it. Little Johnny's going to go home and tell his mom and dad. You know what happened to Jesse? You know what he said took place, you know, in church, at his church? He got the Holy Ghost parents what God what
1: mom dad what is
0: that what is that now guess what they're gonna to have to search it out <laughs> to find out what he's talking about you know and that should be all of us I mean when I got saved sister Caitlin I would have work on a Friday the devil had me and he thought he had me but I got the church man when I went down in that water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when I came up with like somebody just, pow, right in my forehead, I began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Amen. I got to work on Monday morning, Sister, Sister Pemberton. I walked in my colonel's office, and he says, Now, sir, what's wrong? No, I was sorry for his class that time in. He says, What's the matter? I said, sir, you ain't going to believe this. You should have been there. I mean, I, had, I was the N.C.I.C., so I had the whole office, you know, start, start giving in my testimony of what God had did in my life, you know. And people was just mesmerized, you know. And I wound up having some of them saved while we was there in Germany. And I have seized every opportunity, amen, to share the truth of the gospel, when I was a battalion sergeant major, my colonel's office was right next to me and all my, I had a coffee table in my office. I had tracks everywhere. You know, and he'd come in my office and he sat down and he started reading one. I'd say, Hey, sir, you understand what you're reading? You know, and I just sat there and talked to him, you know, about the Lord. I didn't hold back. I wasn't pushing it on him, you know, but that's what we've got to do. We have therefore opportunity. Now is the acceptable time. We've got to share the truth. Let your light shine. Amen. Amen. If you let your light shine, if you don't be afraid, amen, don't give in to what they're doing wrong. But amen, just let your light shine. Somebody is watching you. Amen. And so it will make a difference, amen, in someone else's life. So we have this authority and power today, amen, amen. As we see that, w- that 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20 says we are what? Ambassadors for Christ. We are plenteous potentiaries. Right, Brother Wayne, Sister Vicki, <laughs> Jesse? We're plenteous potentiaries, right? Everybody's like, what? <laughs> it's a Latin word, as we learned at, at, at camp this week, Right? It means full of power. Amen. Plenteous, for potentiary, power. Full of power. Amen. <laughs> You're full of power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. On the day of Pentecost, they was all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them the utterance. See, when you got the Holy Ghost, you didn't just get part of it, Caleb, you got all of it. So you are full, you are an ambassador, you are representative for Jesus Christ now. Amen. He has given you power to speak in his name, to operate in his name, to do work in his name. So therefore, we have been empowered to do more than what we can even imagine. Amen. You are his representative. Isaiah 43.10. You are my witnesses and my servants. Except the Lord whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Amen. You are his witnesses now to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus died for your sin. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Amen. That's the gospel. That's what is in you. It's Christ in you. And because you are his witness, you represent him. And so you can't. Amen. So he's there. He's empowered you. That's why you should never be discouraged. I think that's what the song says, right? Why should I be discouraged? Why should the shadows come? When Jesus is my portion. A constant friend is he, right? His eyes is on the spirit, so he's watching me. Right? But he's in me. I can't get away from him. See? He's here. That's why Paul says, Look, Timothy, stay up the gift. When you're going through things, just Stir it up. Just praise him. Just magnify. Just call upon the name of the Lord. Lift up holy hands that hang down. Call upon the Lord while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him turn to the Lord. And he will abundantly pardon and have mercy. Amen. Call on him. Shout the name of Jesus. Amen. Every time you're going through something, just... Sing a song unto the Lord. Magnify him. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his holy hill. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth. And do it to all generations. Don't fixate on the problem. Fixate on Jesus. Amen. Praise God. You've been empowered. Greater is he that's in you. Than the he that's in the world. Amen. Sometimes you just like the, remember that old commercial shout with the tub stains? What did it say? Shout it out, right? Hello? When you're going through something, shout it out. Whatever you're facing, shout it out. Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for He cares for you. Y'all need to get in the habit of shouting. Yeah? Dancing to the Lord. This is how we overcome. <laughs> Come on. When was the last time you had a Holy Ghost jig, man? <laughs> Y'all was in the wall, and you'd be on the dance floor doing the Cotton Eye Joe and everything else, right? <laughs> Come on. Electric slide. Do the electric slide in the aisle out here with you and Jesus. Be electrified. Let him re-power you. Let him re-energize you. Amen. you you need to you need to do something. Don't sit there and let the devil beat you up. Come on, brother Richard, you and sister Sandy. God, cut the old folks <laughs> say, cut the rug right there. Praise God. <laughs> amen so we've been empowered we have the authority we we've been given strong you have to grab your sister and say let's do the square dance no. <laughs> why not huh? you don't know the square dance man just grab and do do <laughs> you know sometimes you just say, come on sis let's have a holy ghost holy ghost ho down Swing your partner door to- door. everybody gotta get up and go. <laughs> Please God. make you grab your dad and give me an Amen. you got to edify yourself sometimes. That's why he's giving you power. Amen. So that you don't be discouraged. So you don't be downtrodden. So you be upbeat. Nothing is greater than this is in you and I. Amen. And we have it today. Amen. To be used. Christ is always in us. Amen. To go preach this gospel. Wow. So what should be some of the effects that this empowerment causes In our lives, our cause in our lives. Notice, number one, the ability to walk in newness of life. Paul says we are risen to walk in newness of life. Amen. We should be new creatures in Christ Jesus. And so we're walking in a new life. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. We're not fixating on the past. We're fixating on where we're headed Amen. So we walk in a new way of living, a new way of life. Remember the song? Amen. I just started living. I found me a brand new life, changed my direction, took away all my strife. I'm a newborn believer with a holy in filling. Days are brighter, Load is lighter. I just started living. See? I'm living new, new, new. Christ is in you. Amen. All things are new. So we're living a new life. Amen. We're walking in newness of life. We should not serve sin. Amen. Because, as I said last week, you can't have the devil and God in you at the same time. Okay? So you should not be serving sin. Amen. Sin should be out of your life. Amen. You are serving Christ. Think before you act. <laughs> you know, so that you don't follow that pattern of the old ways of life. Amen. We should be controlled by love. First John 4 7 through 11, John tells us, Beloved, if God loved us, we are to love one another. Caleb, you love Hannah, don't you? She's the best thing since like bread and gum, rubber gum. You got the best sister in the whole world, right? Yeah? You tell her every day you love her? You sure? Okay. She tell you every day she love you? <laughs> You guys tell mom you love her every day. You do those things that show her to love, you love her every day. Okay, so so you got to remember if you love God, you ought to love one another. See, so we have to get to this point in our lives because why? God is love, and the power of God is in us. See, so I've got to love. The way he loved. For God so loved the world that he gave. Say, so I got to love one another. That's what the world lead Ain't it amazing? All these crazy songs when you was in the world. Remember year Clark? You know, in the 60s. She made a song. All you need is love. Where did they get all this stuff from? Scripture and church? Because most of the people in the 50s and 60s, that's where they came on up. You know, all those old Motown songs. That's where they come from, is the kids have been in church, and they heard the preachers preaching about love and God and stuff like that, you know. And they just flipped it over to a worldly-type way, you know. But we got to get back to love. By this shall all men know you are my disciples. You have love one to the other. See, I can't say I love God, John says, and I don't love you. We have to be controlled by the laws of love. And that's why we, as as empowered, we are ambassadors. We have to love the people that God is sending us to. Amen. We have to have love in my heart for all people. Because if I don't have love in my heart, I'll pick and choose. Say. And John tell us, and James tell us, that God is no respecters of persons. That's why Peter found out in Acts 10 when God sent him to Cornelius. He just says, wait a minute, you know, I'm not supposed to be going to uncommon and unclean folk. God says, no, nah, hold on, Peter. And when Peter walked in, what did he say? I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. See? We have to love everyone. Amen. <laughs> we got to love people. That's what the church needs. is love. because God is love. God is light. All the attributes of God should be in us. Say If I say I'm empowered by him, and I'm his ambassador, you know, then I must act and operate just like act and operate. I must walk even as he walked. Amen. Love everyone because you don't know who God wants to use. Amen. You don't know who God is going to bring into your pathway that's going to turn the world upside down. So you got to remember that. Amen. So let's walk in faith and not by sight. Amen. And it should be a desire for holy living in our lives. Separation unto God. I am His. He is mine. Amen. That's how it should be. You know, I want to please Him in all that I do. Amen. And then with this power, we are told of some things that we can expect. Number one, we can expect rejection. You know, people are going to reject it. Say, say, People are going to reject you for who you are. Say. So you need to be aware of that. You know, rejection don't mean that God has rejected you. (laughs) You know, the world will reject you. Say. So because you're fighting against the devil, persecution, you know, Matthew 5, Jesus said, blessed are you when men shall persecute you and say all matters of evil falsely against you for my name's sake. He said rejoice. Amen. Paul tells us in Acts 14, 22, that is through much tribulation, we're going to enter into heaven. We're going to go through some things. See? We're going to face some situations in our life. And even Matthew 24, Jesus says, they will live you up for death. You might even die. You know? But the end state is always better. You know? Because early out. Amen. ETS early, right? Amen. But, but notice, we can expect some things with this empowerment. But God will not leave us. He will not forsake us. Right. And so, therefore, we have been empowered, amen, and ambassadors for Jesus Christ. The disciples became aware they were involved in the most dynamic mission imaginable. As they went out into Galilee, they saw demons cast out and bodies healed. Lives were touched by their teaching and preaching. As they ministered, they must have been moved by the needs of the people and the troubles of their nation. We who are apostolic believers in this 21st century also need to read the signs around us. The signs of pain and suffering are everywhere. This is the day to be bold for the Lord Jesus. We have been empowered, apostolic authority, empowered through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. We have been challenged to be witness, not just to Israel, but to the whole world. Will you accept this calling of Jesus Christ? Amen. God bless you. Take about 10 minutes break. Amen.